What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Rob Bailey Show. I always feel like it's going to be like the Kill Rob Bailey Show, but it's just the Rob Bailey Show. Um, today, we uh, we actually recapped the year. Is that what we did? Yeah. We recapped the year. Um, it's something that I decided to do yesterday. I, I rarely ever look backwards. I never celebrate or any of those things. And that's something I started to do because I'm getting old, man. I'm 400 years old. That's pretty old. Yeah. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Mer- oh, yeah. Mer- <laughs> <laughs> Merry what? You ever seen that video? No. Oh, that's good. This is the intro, bro. Oh, yeah. Roll the intro song. No, it's not here yet. We still have 10 more seconds. Wait, is that how it works? Yeah. How many more seconds we got now? Uh, four. Three. Two. No, wait. One. Oh, <laughs> not even. one. It doesn't, it's, it, you know, it's not set up when to is give it? me is seconds. It now? It's soon. Austin tells me he's sad about Christmas. We're going to talk about this after. Yeah. You being sad. Four. There we go. Three. Yeah. Two. One. Roll one. the intro. Merry Christmas, man. Is it Christmas? It's almost Christmas. Right? Christmas is in two days. Yeah, what'd you get for Nod? We didn't do gifts. What? This year. What do you mean you didn't do gifts? We didn't get each other anything. Nothing? Uh-uh. So what are you doing on Christmas Day? You're just going to like... Christmas Day? Or like, you're not going exchange, you're not exchanging gifts? No. We have like stuff at the house that like our family sent us. Christmas is weird for me now. Why? Because it's like I, I'm not home. And like, I really like Christmas. So like last Christmas oh my God. was like really awkward for me. Really? Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. But then uh, this year... Because yeah, you're very family oriented. Yeah. And for this, the people that don't know, your family's back on the East Coast. And th- this year I didn't take any actions. I didn't put any actions into place to change it. So Christmas Day is going to be pretty weird again. That's really depressing. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But I'll get over it on Sunday when Christmas is over. Wow. I know. Last year I fucked up, and then this year I, like, didn't get shit for anyone, really. Just kind of, like, behind schedule from, like, being gone. Yeah. Just a lot going on. You're so good at scheduling everything, and you fucked this up that bad. Yeah. Well, we said we weren't getting each other gifts. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I pull stuff out of my ass at, like, the last minute. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. Tomorrow, Christmas Eve. So I haven't bought anything for anybody. Yeah. I actually did get a lot of people gifts. That's very unlike you. It's all the same thing, though. That's good. And they're literally sitting in my office, so everyone's already seen them. Oh, uh, I think I saw it. The box don't. is, like, open. Yeah, it's, oh, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I, I don't think I would have... I purposely, like, didn't look in that box, but, like, Dana picked one up yesterday. Yeah. And was like, hey, 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 you got a lot of these. And I, I was know. like, oh, I see what's happening. Yeah, fuck her. She ruined my presents. She ruined it. Uh, but I think those will... That'll cover a couple gifts for me. Um, and then outside of that, I don't know. Dude. What's your favorite gift you've ever gotten on Christmas? Oh, my God. Really? I don't know. We need shit to talk about this. This is what people want to hear. My favorite gift I've ever gotten. Yeah, it doesn't need to necessarily be as a kid. It could have been like something you got last year or something. Or memorable, maybe? I can't. Well, I can't remember anything. Yeah, because favorite gift is a weird one. You know, that one thing, the way you always ask questions like that, where it's like your absolute favorite number one. It and could it's be like, like, name one that's in like your top 10 or something that you remember. Oh, okay. So not the most thing. I, I mean, ideally it would be the most, but that is a fucking deep question to be asked. Yeah, dude, you're a lot. In the morning. Um, so I think Danny got me a split board two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, that was cool. That's pretty neat. 
very considerate. What's your favorite gift you've ever given? I gave Dana a snowmobile. Okay. Same year? You're uh, only saying these because this is all you remember. No, I liked, I, I gave her a snowmobile. That was my gift. That's your favorite uh, one of my gift you my, So my first, one of my first gifts I ever gave her and all her friends were like, what? Um, so when we, when we first started, when we first got married, I think, um, 22 years ago. Oh my God. Uh, like, so I guess it would be 14 years ago. Yeah. Um, so 14 years ago, I gave her, you know, 15 years ago. Holy shit. So 15 years ago, I gave her a manila envelope. Oh, I noticed. Yeah. And it had <laughs> printouts of Glacier National Park in it, like Montana printouts. Like I pretty much went, and it's looking back now, I was like, wait, what? But I was, I was like broke. I was really, really poor. So I actually got her pillows for the bed. I got her two pillows because we needed new pillows. That's a good gift. So I was like, you know, 40 bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> you could always use nice pillows. Right. Um, and then I got her a manila envelope with black and white printouts of things that when I did have money. Damn, you didn't even go for color printouts. No, I, I used the. You're um, really broke. I, yeah, I used the printer at work. You might as well have drew them. I, you know, and so, <laughs> so it was weird because like I was, I gave her, dr I gave her dreams for Christmas. You gave her hope. That's what everyone wants. On yeah. Christmas hope Day. and dreams. Uh -huh. So I gave her dreams for Christmas and I, I like gave it to her and it's weird cause I wasn't embarrassed. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like proud. That's the thing with a good gift. Cause yeah. I was like so <laughs> confident that I was like, I'm going to, we're going to go here and we're going to do these things and mm -hmm. it's going to be amazing. And like, she was so pumped about it. She was like, oh my God, like I'm so excited. And I'm like, yeah, I just need to make enough money and, and, and we'll do these things. And like, we were like two silly little kids. Yeah. And then I remember her friends were like, wait a minute. Cause you got married. What age were you? You were young. I was right? young. I was like maybe 20, 20 22, 23, something like yeah. that. Um, this is probably when I was 22. And uh, I remember her friends. Cause like her one friend at the time was dating like we were in our twenties and our one friend was dating, like the dude was like 38 uh -huh. dating, like a 22 year old. And he was a, uh, he was a bookie. Oh, uh, okay. so he always he had, had like weird money. Yeah. Like it was never like, I don't know if the dude actually had real looking back now, he didn't have real money, Yeah. but he had like to a 22 year old. He had that like fucking gangster money. Like yeah, he yeah. always had a roll on him. He always had all this shit. Um, like nice watches and shit. That's because the shit. Like last year for Christmas, I forget what I got Nadia. I got Nadia like a fucking heated blanket or something. Yeah. And her sister got a Rolls and a or no a Range Rover like autobiography and a, <laughs> a presidential Rolex. <laughs> awesome. Here's your heated blanket that I got from Target. That's gonna fucking probably break in the next two months. Or catch on like, fire. Sick. Yeah, it's weird, man. It, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't know what what that guy got her, mm -hmm. right? That that funny money guy. Um, but I, I remember she was like really concerned for Dana. Yeah, like she was like, "Wait, like he tricked you into believing that this was a real present?" And Dana was like, "No, he gave me." And hope. she was like, "No, I'm, <laughs> I'm we're gonna do this one day. It's 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 like a, a plan for our future. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, like what what better thing can you give someone than a plan for the future?" Yeah. Right. I mean, if you really want to get deep in shit, like, um, and then now look, here we are. I know. Crazy. In in fucking Montana, all the things that like I printed out horseback riding, like I, all that shit, right? 
where we were going to stay, the cabins we were going to stay at. And now, like, and now we're getting horses. Now all the cabins we were going to stay at, I fucking own. Mm-hmm. Like, we're he- like, I don't know. I gave her fucking, so what Manila, I gave her a vision board. What Manila envelope are you going to give her this year? Oh, my God. What if I just did that? I gave out Manila envelopes for the following year of a vision board. That's what I should dreams. do. Hopes and dreams for the next year. That'd be some deep shit. And I wouldn't even need to go shopping. I just need to find a black and white printer. I know. What if I upstairs. what if I just sketched it on napkins and gave her a? Then it's even more artsy. Wow. Then it's homemade. What would be on it? I don't know. I have a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. A horse. I'll draw a horse. She likes horse horses. Is, horse and farm is next year, right? That's the plan. Yeah, horse and farm is or next year. Or spring, I guess. Um, I just I'll like if I honestly like Dana's so simple that if I just told her my plans for next year she'd be pumped really i think yeah that's pretty cool yeah if i was like hey i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this merry christmas yeah merry fucking christmas <laughs> but she would hold on to that shit and keep me very accountable mm-hmm. but you know you have any christmas traditions that you used to do? no really no um no i don't so i growing up was weird right because my family was um very dysfunctional Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my parents were fucking separated for very long. Like, you know, like parents get separated and then they never get back together. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the first step to divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents did this weird thing where I don't even know how long they're separated, but it feels like my whole childhood. And then they got back together. It's so like, I don't, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, it's strange. So a lot of the holidays, like a lot of my holiday memories are like nightmares, like really, really bad nightmares. Um, and then my mom not having any money. So just like trying to distract me Mm -hmm. from holidays. So I think that like, I don't, I don't have any holiday memories. Like there's no traditional food or anything like that. Like our, my Thanksgiving now is like the most traditional thing that we've ever done. Like having the staff over for Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, Christmas now we ain't got shit. Nothing. Damn. That's dark. Well, no, it's just like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a really big holiday guy. Like, yeah. you know that I don't really do birthdays. I don't really do holidays. I don't mm-hmm. really do, um, growing up, I like the attention was pulled off of those as much as possible. Right. And I think a lot of that was growing up. Like I wasn't, I wouldn't say lower class, but lower middle class is like a weird place to be mm-hmm. because you're in the middle class, right? So all of your friends like have shit, but since you're lower middle class, like you're, I wasn't surrounded by like poor people. I was surrounded by like well-to-do people and yeah. we were sort of lower on that side. So like keeping up with say the Joneses. So like making sure I get to the right basketball camp with everyone else. And then like realizing that I had to get basketball shoes once a year so I could continue to play. And then like even how to get me to sports things and uh, you know, how to fucking feed me all that shit. So like seeing my parents pull all those strings to make it happen and barely keeping up to stay in the middle class. And I think that seeing holidays come up, like it was so, I think like scary for my mom mm-hmm. to be like, well, how am I going to, how am I possibly going to like, uh, make this work? Like, yeah. how am I going to make this special for my son? So I think what she ended up doing was just trying to like distract us, yeah, yeah. right? Like, so she would be like, oh, it's your birthday. Like, and we're going to go to the park for your birthday. But like, she wouldn't bring over all my friends because like, I don't know if she could afford, you mm-hmm. know, to like throw a party. So my whole, hol- my whole like life, I was trained to like play down holidays. And now here I am. Still playing I'm down I'm fucking holidays. Grinch. Yeah. 
No, but I've, I've been, I've been, uh, that's one thing we took. So we took inventory in, in CCV, which is our private coaching group, which we have an app releasing for mm-hmm. in early February. So it'll be like a giant, we'll throw like an app party and we'll do all this shit for that. But, um, I sort of started keeping track of last year. Right. And I, I, I kept track of, <clears throat> it's the first year I've ever looked back. Like I've never said like, Oh, well, what did I do this year? Mm. Um, should I go through the list? I have the list. Could be fun. That'd be fun. But there's a fun thing on the list. Um, there's that, a lot of stuff that you put on the list that... That I've never had on the list before. Or that public might not understand, but... That's okay. fine. I'll say it anyway. You say the public as if they're fucking <laughs> as if they're a subspecies. <laughs> You're like, you public. I don't... It's just... All right. Yeah. So people might not even know. We do a public podcast and a private podcast. The private yeah. podcast, once again, is in clear calculatedandvicious.com, our coaching group. All right, so this year, a year in uh, 2021, 2021 what, did, what did I do that was like somewhat notable? Mm-hmm. Um, so as you guys may know, I'm owner in a fitness expo called FitCon. We launched FitCon Texas. We did Salt Lake again, once again, in this fucking scamdemic and uh, <laughs> held two very successful fitness expos which would be my third being involved with the company and we've added music so we had actually threw live concerts for the first time i've never thrown a concert i never in a million years thought they'd be throwing concerts but i threw two concerts this year shout out to tommy vex showing up and ripping um it was hard to gather bands for that mm-hmm. and he was the one dude that was like oh no i don't give a fuck bro i'll show up to anything yeah. it was really really cool uh we finished the building uh which is the flight and headquarters so um, I finalized my deal on like the loan for this building, purchasing the property, everything like that. In this building, we have a private gym, a podcast room, a photo studio, kitchen, team, building space, basketball court, private gym. Did I say that twice? It's yeah. worth it's worth saying twice. <laughs> Ice bathroom. Uh, shout out to cold uh, the cold plunge, which I have a promo code for now. Really? Yeah. Wait, the, so we have sponsors again? Well, th- so I paid full price for that thing, uh-huh. and um, and I didn't ask for any deals or anything. So you like took that. the hit for the people. Well, I I bought it full price, and then they reached back out to me, and they're like, "Hey, man, you're promoting this better than most of the people that have promo codes." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I, don't, I like it. I like <laughs> I promote shit that I like." All right, what's your code? KRB. Ooh. <clears throat> and I think you save like two hundred and fifty bucks. Like really? it's a worthwhile code. I don't, I don't know what I get on the back end. I think they're just trying to track me of how many Probably, people buy yeah. it. So, um, whatever. Podcast room, studio, kitchen, team building space, basketball court. How crazy is that? Private gym, ice bathroom, sauna with a treadmill in it. With We still have room to jump rope. Um, employee locker rooms, employee showers, executive office with executive bathroom, including shower, full print shop. Um, you know, building three we built this year. I thought that was like last year. Build, uh, yeah, Build, both of us did. So building three was fi- finished in January, and that's where I trained for a long time. We launched uh, our coaching app, Clear, Calculated, and Vicious, or our coaching program. We held our first CCV event, which was our first event at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. We threw a woman's event at the warehouse, Open Train. Um, we sold a supplement line that we were partners on. Um, we started celebrating wins. That was the one thing that is different for me is even though we've done small celebration on wins, we've actually started celebrating wins, which I've never done before. Uh, I fucking, I hit a 71 at TPC Scottsdale. Don't tell people Is that like a thing? That. 
I don't even know what 71 means. 71 would be really good. Oh, no, no. 171. Yeah, yeah. 100. There we go. Um, and I, I ate breakfast with Austin. Um, <laughs> Most memorable breakfast I think he ever. was. I think he was poisoned the night prior. So I was he was very drugged the night before. He was not okay. Um, Flagner Fail started signing athletes, um, which if you guys follow the brand Flagner Fail, um, huge for us. We've never, mm-hmm. we've never had athletes and we started actually signing athletes, people that align with the brand, people that align with the mindset. Started signing athletes this year. Uh, we had our biggest month ever, which is fucking crazy. For flag, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like five months ago, you and I were sitting there thinking like, is the brand going to last? Yeah, and uh, I think you and I stepped back in and took over creative mm-hmm. and, it, and it's, it's flourished mm-hmm. since we've took it, taken it over. So we had our biggest month ever, which is crazy because the, at the height of the brand in like 2013, 2014, we were having releases that were like literally doing over $200,000 in three minutes. Mm-hmm. So like just to put it in perspective, like we're not doing those same minute numbers, but the consistency is there. It yep. feels really, really cool. We gave away a Raptor and a Sherpa trailer. We gave away a side-by-side on tracks. Um, we've lost nine creative em- or nine employees uh, in the front of the house um, and gained a few, and I think all for uh, the better. Run everything. We've completely relaunched it, signed athletes, reformulated, rebranded uh, the image, the whole entire package, and the culture of the brand. We broke Onward off to Onward continueonward.com that's mm-hmm. its own brand which is going to be doing really exciting things starting uh, in January we sold uh, the Jensen Road building which I really wish I would have kept stupid idiot uh, but I did really? just for real estate purposes uh, I mean I, I bought it for 660 and I sold it for 990 so I made $300,000 but, but like looking back on it now I wish I would have just rented it for fucking yeah. but whatever um, building 3 complete put a private gym in there, a really nice storage, um, camped in the desert for new year's last year. Uh, we had a bear attack that killed our, uh, like almost our entire farm, which was, I think the lowest point of the year, which hands down was the lowest point of the year. I released a cake knife remix mm-hmm. of one of my songs. Um, tr- uh, we were treated amazing at Olympia. So we sat front row at Olympia, um, and seeing some of the people that were our placement at Olympia was was really surreal. I think looking at Dana and her, uh, like, of, of course, I'm tagging along because she's there, right? So, like, I don't want to give myself uh, too much credit, right? I don't want to get carried away. But I think us as a partnership, looking at her, um, like, when she started the industry and how, like, they really just, like, brushed her away and didn't take her serious. And then mm-hmm. looking at this year and, like, there was like we were literally front row. There was no one, you know, no one else up yeah. there. It was fucking incredible. Um, so it just really shows you what like tenacity, hard work, creativity, and consistency, consistency does. Yeah. Um, I bought a Safari 911, a 1983 Safari 911, and jumped it over a Raptor. Which you know, I'm not really a stunt man, <laughs> but sometimes I do stunt shit. Uh, cut through a frozen lake to fix a pump at the lake house with my brother, which was it felt really good to work with my brother. Um, went to Cabo with my friends and rented a house for a week, which, um, it's the first time I've ever spent like a lot of money on a property and mm-hmm. stayed in a very nice property. Um, bought an airplane, sort of crazy. Big win. Never thought I'd buy an airplane, but I bought an airplane. I bought my first tractor, just rounding out the whole ground, Yesterday. ground and sky. Yeah. I bought a John Deere 4052R. Um, uh, I bought a, a large property for my brother to develop. 
Um, I bought an airplane hanger, mm-hmm. which is weird because if you buy an airplane, you need to keep it somewhere. Um, Dana launched her app, um, did a giant giveaway, and has upwards of 20,000 members on her website, which is incredible. Uh, actually, this week, somehow I ended up accidentally buying my dream watch, which is a Rolls Gold AP. Mm-hmm. Uh, really big win there, and I'm, I'm, the equity in it is I'm already winning on that watch. Uh, did multiple trips with you to Denver to watch you get all tattooed, mm-hmm, which were some of my I turned into a cool guy. Yeah. Some of my fav. you, you like transformed. Mm-hmm. Um, you went from a, a child to a man this year. Yeah. And I mean, some, I think some of those trips were my favorite trips, uh, that I've done. Just, I think something about like you and I being on the loose mm-hmm. and just being able to do whatever we want. Not, and not, we're not doing anything crazy, but we're like, no, we literally sat in the house all day. And we're like ordering Uber eats from like Seven Eleven, And it's uh-huh. like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, but it's it just, just nice to do that and have some good conversation with Eric. I learned how to ride horses. Kaya got her ACL replaced. Both. Of them, uh, right? yeah, I, <laughs> I think it was just one this year. Oh, okay. The other one was last year. Um, Austin competed, supporting my friend Austin here, competing at Olympia and getting second place. Yeah. Um, our podcast was consistent this year. It was. Pretty proud of us ever. there. Pretty proud of us. Uh, I built a giant back uh, patio at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, like big stone patio, really capped off the rear of the house. It really, really feels good. Um, health, at this time last year, I couldn't walk. You know, my back was out. I ended up getting shots and working on my back all year. And I'm back to, like, being able to jump and train and jump rope and do all these things. Um, and, you know, I think the other thing I've done, I, I did various speaking engagements this year, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool for me. Because um, a lot of times I don't feel um, – I don't, I don't feel like I have the proper pedigree to be speaking or I, people should be listening to me on stage. But uh, I've had some people convince me, and I think that it you feels good be. to speak a little bit. Yeah. I think, should we give, we should tell everyone like why we kind of did that, give people a little Mm. insight as to what they're missing out on. So why we looked back. So yeah, inside the group right now, inside clear, calculated and vicious. And I'm getting over a little something here. That's why my voice has been slowly deteriorating. You don't have to say it. Oh, people know? No, I mean, you don't have to say what you're getting over or what you think you're getting over. The COVID? Yeah. Or the, uh, the new variant? Whatever it is. The Rob variant. I contracted it. You don't, and look you, at you. You're just sitting across the table from me. You don't give a fuck. I'm fine. Oh, my God. Oh, I give a fuck. I'm just fine. I know. <laughs> it's, it's Just it, like when Nadia like, literally got COVID. The weird, the weird culture here is like when people get COVID or whatever, like no one cares. Mm-hmm. And then we all just sort of get it. And then we all just move on. Yeah, you and I sat in the office next to each other for probably a collective five hours yesterday. Yeah. Between like the calls. Even, the even when, and, Drew, when Drew got COVID, like... It's just something you get, and uh-huh. then you get over it. Yeah, and Drew then, and I share an office. I know. So, um, and there's no, like, blame. There's no, like, oh, well, you brought it here. It's just like, mm-hmm. no, we're all just going to get it, and fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. It's like everyone's duty to just get enough sleep and stay healthy, and you'll yeah. be fine. So, yeah, getting over getting over it. Um, Your voice I mean, sounds all right. The White House told me I was going to die. That's crazy. Severe illness and death, they Cause wrote. Because they, they saw you at Mar-a-Lago last week. <laughs> they saw me at Trump's house last weekend. They were like, oh, now you're going to die. Um, anyway. So why do we put together the 2021 list? So looking at um, CCV, I think one of the big things is, uh, cl- like, we, we want to, in the program, we dream, we get extremely clear on the dream, we calculate how we're going to accomplish it, and then we viciously attack it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really nice progression, and that's why I do with everything in life. So 
I think looking back at this year, one of the big things I do is I track my wins and losses now. And it mm-hmm. really holds me accountable. And I can really see how my losses from the prior week turn into wins. So I decided to look back at the entire year. Because if you ask me at face value, did you win this year? I don't know. Yeah. I'm indifferent. Um, I think I won. But I also I don't feel it like oozing out of my heart. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, I, you're not like, I fucking crushed Yeah, 21. I fucking crushed this year. And I could manipulate myself to say that, of right? Course. Like, if you want me to flex, I can be like, I fucking crushed this year, dude. Uh-huh. Like, are you kidding me? I'm going to be buying another airplane next fucking week. Like, all I do is kill. Um, or I could be like, oh, no, I didn't do big enough. Like, I wanted to do an apartment complex. I wanted to do all these things. Yeah. Or like, you know, even looking back and be like, I didn't camp enough. I didn't go snowboarding enough. I didn't spend enough time with Dana. Like, I didn't blah, 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 whatever it is. Right. So, um, I think that I wasn't clear going into this year, what I wanted to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And I think if I was clear, I, I I would have been able to look back and be like, no, this is exactly what I wanted. So I'm just, you know, as much as people think it's stupid, I'm sort of setting not, um, new year's resolutions, but like guidelines for myself, right? Like of what I expect out of next year. So not even goals, just guidelines to follow and they'll put you somewhere where yeah. there's goals at yeah. the end of it. Yep. So focusing on like the process and the journey behind it instead yeah. of like the end result. Exactly. Which I think is important because when you have like goals, whether it's like this is something I do in golf. Um, when I have a goal going into a tournament or a round or whatever, you set process goals because you can control those. You can't control the result as much, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if you control the process and you're like, all right, I'm going to take three deep breaths before every swing, or I'm only going to hit balls that I'm committed to hitting or shots I'm committed to hitting. Mm. Same thing with like when we set the goal for the vitamin shop yeah. um, last week. We didn't talk about it on here, but we pitched at a vitamin shop, run everything last week, and we were trying to think of like expectations to set and goals to set going into the meeting. And at the end of the day, we can't control whether or not they buy. So setting a goal to end that meeting and have them buy is fucking stupid because we're setting ourselves up for potential disappointment Mm -hmm. but what we can control is the process behind it which we decided all right our goal is to convey the message of the brand as strongly and clearly as we can yeah so when you set process goals you can kind of fucking you can own them yeah exactly leaving it up to chance yeah and it makes life it makes life a lot more enjoyable i think and yeah because i mean i think that's what you think about right like you're in the process the whole time Mm -hmm. like that's what today is like there's we're not accomplished i mean we're not there's no like win today right if you're saying like what are we completing today what's our final win like we're not buying anything materialistic we're not launching anything we're not necessarily like impacting a life um you know like last week yeah i gave away a fucking we gave away a raptor to Mm -hmm. a dude who 100 percent deserved it like here's a hundred thousand dollar fucking gift right yeah but like today is like there is no win. But knowing what we have on the docket for the process, and yeah. then being able to check all those things off, and then all of a sudden the process turns into wins, and it feels yeah. really good. I think that that goes to like we have a lot of like health and fitness people that follow this podcast, and like while you can't control maybe to a T, uh, you benching three fifteen on Friday, what you can control is like the process behind it, yeah, or the little steps that the process adds up into the end result. Like every day, you can control how much water you drink or how much, like all those little variables. I think if you focus on them, all those little wins can build up yeah. to big momentum. So that's what I'm doing. Setting my guidelines for next year. And I think that if if I didn't take inventory of this prior year, um, 
and I, I have more detailed notes too about like my well-being and how I emotionally felt and all yeah. those things. I didn't get into those. I just got into like the superficial, like high-end shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but reflecting on this last year and then next week in the group, uh, that's the big thing is going back and saying, okay, this year, this is what I expect for myself. These are the standards, you know? Um, and I, it's, I, I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited because yeah. like I set standards for myself and like a lot of times I keep them and sometimes I don't. You know, sometimes they get a little sloppy and uh, I feel like sometimes you you need if you need to set them and commit to them and realize you're going to fall off. But as long as you have them to circle back to and try to recorrect mm-hmm. your course, that's the way to do it. Realignment it was like our word of the Realignment. Week last week, wasn't it? Yeah, 100 percent the word of last week. There was another word. That was the main one. What was the other word? I don't know. There, there was like there was that and then another word kept popping up as like a like a word that just kept popping up. That we just like kept referencing. Thick boy. I don't. Maybe for you. I don't remember. That's that my one. word. Thick boy. Why? Because I I put on ten pounds last week by accident. Yeah, stop doing that. The problem is if I travel, I just rip weight on. Yeah. The weird thing with travel and like tour has turned me into this. When we travel and we get a chance to eat, I just eat a lot because yeah. I don't know when the next time I'm going to eat is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like. All right, we're getting breakfast. We might not eat again until 10 o'clock at night. All right, yeah. I'm going to go hard right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, we're in the Delta Lounge, and I have a chance to, like, eat right now knowing I'm not getting food on the flight, knowing we land at 11 and we probably won't eat again. Cool, I'm going to go hard at the Delta Lounge yeah. right now. That's, that's, I think, where we get really fucked up at. And then that's also set with, like, I don't know, I'm eating breakfast at Mar-a-Lago. Like, yeah, I'm going to order everything. Yeah, you're going to Because <coughs> I'm – you don't get to eat breakfast here. So like, yeah. you know, that French toast looks banging. This looks banging. This looks banging. Like, yeah, I want all that shit. Yeah. Right? That's what my, like, as far as a diet goes, I'm kind of like, I'm still tracking everything, but like a little bit loose last week. But the rule I set for myself was like, eat everything you can at Mar-a-Lago. Like when they're walking around with appetizers, like, don't be like, Oh no, that I don't want to try that steak. It's too high. So like, I tried everything. At oh, one wow. point I, I almost asked hypertrophy coach if I could eat his pecan pie. Because I ate all three of my desserts, which was key lime pie, pecan pie, and there was cheesecake. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, those were banging. But I knew that was like the last time I was going to eat. And I looked over and he didn't eat all of his. And I was about to be like, let me eat your pecan pie. But then. Why didn't you do that? It just didn't feel like the right decision. And he had already taken a bite out of it. So I was like, I don't notice, dude. And when I, these were little tiny pieces. Yeah. They were like, um, <laughs> it's like a sampler. Yeah. I like the way they did it, but I was yeah. definitely still hungry. Yeah. It definitely wasn't a meal that you show up and you like fucking, it was a responsible meal. Yeah. Like who am I to like critique the fucking dinner I had at Mar-a-Lago, but like I would have liked like a tray, like a, a nice table somewhere where I could have walked up and. Oh, you wanted more. a, uh, yeah. Like a buffet, like a fat guy buffet. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. That's cause I knew that little block of time was like, all right, enjoy yourself. Like you're not going to be drinking. So like enjoy yourself with like eating, you know? Oh yeah. You had to drive home. Yeah. I got pretty fucking drunk really quick, but then I sobered up really quick. Mm. So we had a couple of drinks at the bar. We had a lot of drinks. And I was feeling bar. like. I was feeling pretty good where I was like, oh, I want to have a good time. And then I sobered up and realized I knew no one at the party and just sat at my table and like became a super introvert. Really? Yeah. I don't like parties. Like I want to go to a party where it's like at someone's house and we rented a movie and there's six of us and I know everyone. 
You don't like not like I don't people. like going to wedding. I fucking hate going to weddings. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, you were separated from me too. Yeah, it was like awesome. Terrible. You find a different table to sit at, and I was like, I know nobody here. You knew hypertrophy coach. People were asking me like, uh, they they thought I just got hired. Like we saw you walking around the offices the other day. What, what's your position? Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, I knew hypertrophy coach, and we all walked in together, and I was like, is it cool if I just latch on to you? It's literally what I said. Oh. So is it cool if I latch on to you tonight? And he was like, yeah, I don't care. It was just him and his wife. And it was me by myself, so I didn't have like- I don't even remember who I latched on to. Probably Dana. No, I didn't. She vanished most of the time. Really? I didn't even know where she was. You were uh, doing tap dancing with Kai Green, maybe Kai Green. I did dance with Kai Green a lot. Um, I was around Aaron a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I think people would latch on to me. Yeah. So I think like I'd be in a conversation with someone that. That's it. Heading. Sorry. Into the, if anyone was there, I don't remember. Yeah. Because I was pretty fucking. Heading sloshed. into the party. We, I said that I looked at, I was like, I don't know if I'm looking forward tonight. Like, I don't really know no one. I'm not like, I don't have anyone there. And you were like, neither do I. And I was like, you have Dana and you're Rob Bailey. Like people are going to find you. I think that's what it came. I just, yeah. I, I would end a conversation with random stranger and then someone else would be obviously like floating around, hopping and be like, hey, man, mm. let's talk about this. And be like, oh, my conversation was like, what did you just get hired to do? <laughs> Fuck my life. But so my out was always I would just dance away. Oh, that was probably fun to watch. Yeah. So if I ever got like sick, <laughs> if I ever got sick of a conversation, I would be like, I would just start like bobbing. And they'd be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, da, 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 and, just, like fade and I would just, I would just dance away because it was a dance party. Yeah. That's, That's cool. what you got to do, dude, to get out of these conversations. Like, anytime you're in a conversation, just dance. Just dance away. Should I dance right now? Oh, you want to like end this conversation? No, I don't know. How long did we go? Was Let's get out of here. All right, say goodnight, Austin. Good night, Austin. Merry Christmas, everybody. Aww. You know? You hate, you hate it. Hate what? Christmas. You just said that earlier in the podcast. No, I said I love Christmas. Oh, but you're sad. You hate Christmas. Good night, Dana. Good night. <laughs>